Hello friends, welcome to the SOS Podcast. I'm your host Carl, thanks for joining me today. Hope you're all doing well. I saw something today on the drive I just took that made me think of a really critical biblical principle for us. It comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verses 11 and 12. I'm not going to read it, but it talks about how we shouldn't despise the correction of the Lord because God disciplines those that he loves. What did I see on my drive that reminded me of this? Well, what I saw was police lights. And what do I see in front of those police lights as I approach? A stopped vehicle. I'm getting closer, getting closer. Just so happens, right as I'm driving by, the officer's getting out with a white piece of paper in his hands. And he's approaching the driver who has quite a grumpy look on his face. It is clear that this gentleman was not happy with getting a ticket. I don't know if it was a speeding ticket or if he blew a stop sign or what the case is maybe he ran a red light but the man clearly was not happy and of course who would be happy in that situation i've gotten pulled over my share of times and i can't remember one time that i greeted the officer with a smile or any kind of pleasant disposition other than maybe trying to soften him up and get a pass right you want to get off with a warning instead of a ticket instead of a citation So maybe you're extra nice to the cop when he comes to your window, but at the end of the day, you're not happy with the situation. What's one reason for that? Well, I can tell you personally, every time I've gotten stopped, I've thought about loss. I've thought about what I'm going to lose. Because what comes with a ticket? Anytime you have a moving violation, a traffic violation, what comes with a ticket? There's a cost. There's an actual monetary cost. You're going to have some kind of fine to pay. Maybe you don't want to pay that. Maybe you want to fight the ticket. Well, there's another cost, time. Now you're going to have to go to court and plead your case. Beyond that, what about points? What about points on your license? What if your points are so high and your license gets suspended? What if your insurance goes up because of points? There are all these things that you think about because of this one traffic stop. It's not a pleasant situation. And I think that's probably the way most, if not all, people view getting stopped by a cop for anything. The man that I saw getting stopped today, I don't know what his circumstances are, what his situation is. Perhaps he was concerned that if he gets a ticket, it's something that he won't be able to afford. I've gotten tickets before that I couldn't afford to pay. So I'm watching this happen and I really just saw a couple seconds of this interaction. But what came to mind was the fact that, just like the correction from the Lord, the officer pulling this man over wasn't some kind of act of vengeance. He was merely correcting this infraction. He broke the law, he broke the rules in some way, and so there's some correction needed to corral him in. There's a consequence, and that's what the man must suffer, but that's just based on what his actions were. You know, God forgives us. He forgives us of our sins if we ask for forgiveness. We repent, he forgives. But that doesn't mean that there aren't consequences. The correction of God can be very painful, very inconvenient, the complete opposite of what any one of us wants to experience, but it doesn't mean that it's not good. I I would not have expected this gentleman or any person to thank a cop for pulling them over to say thank you officer so much for showing me I'm being dangerous, not following the rules, I'm not being a faithful driver on the road. And so thank you for this correction, I'll pay my ticket, I'll take my points, I'll learn my lesson, and I'll drive better from now on. Nobody's going to say that. 
But that probably is the attitude we should have when we think about what, again, what this correction is all about. The purpose of that stopping and ticketing and all of that is to get the driver to improve and not break that rule again. Just because God forgives us, it doesn't mean that there isn't some kind of consequence that is the result of our actions. For example, if I rob a bank, that is something God can forgive and can forgive in an instant. That sin of stealing theft, that will be as far from me as the east is from the west once I'm forgiven. We know that our sins are no longer even in God's memory. He forgets them. To so these people who say, I forgive, but I don't forget, that's not a godly perspective. That's not a godly approach to forgiveness. It's not forgiveness at all. Forgiveness is when you say, I no longer hold this against you, which means it's gone. Well, that's how God forgives. But when I rob that bank, that doesn't mean just because I have God's forgiveness that there won't be real consequences for that. I'm probably going to jail. And I might be going to jail for a long time, depending on how exactly I robbed that bank, what was involved. And again, those consequences in that situation would serve a purpose. But who in that situation would be thankful for that process of correction? No one would be, right? Bank robber isn't saying, thank you so much for putting me in jail for a couple years so I can think about what I'm doing, get rehabilitated, come out, and be just a more productive, more loyal member of society. I don't think we would expect that to be the bank robber's response once he's caught. And again, it's because the idea is, oh no, I've got consequences for my actions. I've got some kind of loss. Ever since we're children, we look at consequences. We look at punishment as a negative thing. But that's only because we don't realize the good function behind it, the good purpose behind it. And that's what comes with God's correction. He allows us to endure those consequences, not because he's mean, not because he thinks it's funny and he's going to laugh at us for being such fools down here, not because he doesn't love us. But those consequences, those periods of correction are necessary to continue to change us and improve us. Who knows, God might have orchestrated that traffic stop I saw today to improve that gentleman's driving, to make him safer so that he would avoid perhaps some really bad catastrophe tomorrow or even later today. You never know. It's all about understanding that God's hand of correction is good. And if we're being corrected, it's because we need it. It's because there's a deficiency. It's because there's something faulty or something wrong. I'm not being corrected because I'm doing great, right? I'm being corrected because I've strayed from the path. I'm going the wrong way in some manner, some respect. So it's good for God's correction to come along and straighten that path back out, to put me back on the way I should be going. When God corrects you, when the consequences come, when you mess up, when you sin terribly, worse than you ever expected, and he forgives you, but there's still a consequence, Remember that there is a good purpose behind it, and that's a time for us to improve. Accept the correction, and accept the God who brings it and allows it for your betterment. Father God, we thank you, God, that you don't just let us sit and wallow and flounder around in our errors, in our sin, to figure things out for ourselves. 
But Father, you work with us. Father, we know that although those times of correction can be difficult, can be painful, Lord, you're always with us during that. Father God, thank you, Lord, for that positive change that you bring to us. Father God, make us people who can find joy and understand your purpose in those times of correction, God, that we would change, that those sins would not be revisited, Lord God, but that we would be more faithful to you. Father, we love you, and we can't wait to see you face to face. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Good day, and God bless. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of the Sold Out Soul podcast. If you would like to sow financially into the work that we're doing here, please visit soulsrestoredministries.org and click the donate button.